So I don't have a song for you right off the the jump here because I kind of this is a random you know idea of picking a song to play. When I say random to you, not so much us because I have ideas, but it's like uh, I want to throw this question to you before I pick which song okay. I want to play because I got into a heated debate, a little bit of a heated debate. Oh, and it wasn't All really right. a debate in the sense that I felt at any point I was wrong. <laughs> Is that still a debate? At any point, you feel like you're incorrect. Is it still a debate, or are you just telling facts? I don't know what this is. But anyways, this younger guy, you know, being 23, says some says some shit to me at one point. Because, okay, Eminem has recently opened a restaurant in Detroit. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, no shit. If I shared it with you or not. Um. He's not he doesn't work there. He has no reason to work there, right? But it makes so much sense for him. And I shared it a little bit. It's called Mom Mama Spaghetti or Mom Spaghetti. Uh I, <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. For obvious reasons, okay? He's in the commercial for like a half a second, but they serve spaghetti sandwiches, they have uh spaghetti platters, all this shit. And this kid tried to argue with me about when they opened that was his first go-to. Like, ah, oh, they, they've been around. They've been open for two weeks. <laughs> Eminem, uh, Eminem served uh, the community. Okay, what the fuck ever. Then he proceeds to say that the reason Eminem did this, the reason he opened this restaurant, is because he's irrelevant. <laughs> hmm. So you understand where I'm like, is this a debate? Because you're wrong already. You're wrong as yeah. shit. Yeah, no, Eminem is probably one of the most uh, notorious rappers. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think anyone has like Eminem. Who's that? Who, Never yeah, heard of who him. Who the fuck is that? Even well, his argument was like the younger generation, people younger than him, don't know who Eminem is. And I said that's bullshit because he's still the number one selling artist in his category. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was just a hard. I actually had to get Google facts for him. I had to say, look, buddy, right here. Okay, right here it says Eminem, number one. He's He sells 100, 100 million times more, I guess you'd say. 100, yeah, does that make sense? 100 million times more. The next person below him sells 100 million records less. You know what I'm saying? Like, the gap I, isn't close. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> get that, though. <laughs> it's insane. So, Eminem is not even that old. He's probably, what, uh, 48. 40, 48 something he's up there yeah but still so you know i i remember my mom uh listening to eminem all throughout my childhood and then to the point where when i was you know a young teen you know mid middle middle-aged teen i would listen to eminem on my own it's like if if that doesn't show how good the guy is where he can he can 
influenced someone for 15, 16, 18, 20 years, I, I don't know what to tell you, guy. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, it's like, what are you talking about? He said, he even tried to say, oh, I mean musically. Well, you made it worse now. You made it worse. Because if we're speaking strictly musically, he just dropped a song the other day. Just dropped a song the other day, like just the other day with Skylar Gray and some like Polo G and whatever. But it's like, he's, yeah, he's still working. Like you could sit here and be like, oh, Robert Plant is irrelevant, you know, to the, to the younger yeah. generation. Why? Because he's not still making fucking records. You know who is? Eminem. <laughs> like, what are you <laughs> saying? All right. So I don't even know what to look for, buddy. What do you think? What, what do we got here? Let me. Let me just Google. Uh, let's see. Because how I do a lot of these and I find new bands is by simply seeing the new songs that have popped up uh, from a specific record label. Oh, yeah. That's that's not a bad move. Okay, so here's what we'll do. We'll look at... Because uh, I just did some Shadow of Intent. It has not done well. It's one of my lowest viewed videos. <laughs> I don't know why. But uh, hold on a second. That's strange. Yeah, don't, I think it was because I just kind of overlapped them. <laughs> I uh, I dropped one and then another one and then another. So, okay, this is from two days ago. It's Shadow of Intent from Ruin. Uh, we rise. Okay, and that's an ad. <laughs> it would be funny if this is how the song started. Just, just to troll everybody. Yeah. Like, psych. I'll just play some LL Cool J. <laughs> Shadow of Intent, everybody. <laughs> okay. Before we even know that it's going to explode, we both know it's going to explode. The explosion is coming, and it's going to happen, and there will be fire. Here's what I want to tell you, or ask you, I guess. I'll throw this statement out there, and you tell me if you agree. Okay. There's almost nothing I prefer more than a keyboard player in any kind of heavy music. I almost don't give a shit what he does. Just be there. What do you think? 150%. Um, I think that Deathcore is made only better by uh, adding symphonic roots or some sort of keys. Can I can I throw you two of them that did it the best? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'll, t- I'll throw you three. As far as mainstream, you have to say Linkin Park, okay? Because okay. Mr. Han was nasty. He was nasty. He did shit that people, like, you're like, this kid didn't have any friends. You know what I mean? He's downstairs making beats from the first moment the fucking technology existed. All right? Oh, yeah. And then I think for, I would I honestly say The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Or, or on another, like, more of a mainstream level, you could say Under Oath. But I think there was better usage in The Devil Wears Prada. They did something different with it. And then, here's my last one. Sky Eats Airplane. Because that was all digital. Except for the guitars, I believe. But it had this sound that was still heavy as shit. And you're like, this guy did it from a fucking a gateway. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, the Devil Wears Prada, I think, is by far one of the best uses of keyboard. You know, you listen to uh, 
their zombie EP. You listen to uh, Plagues. You listen to uh, With Roots Above and Branches Below. And the mixing on those albums is done so well. You can feel everything from the bass to the guitar to, you know, the, the gated synth in the background, you know, during Big Wiggly style. Yeah, and there's no way uh, that that was a, a single production. There's no way that they went to the same people every time. Oh, no, definitely because, not. But th- they still got that same sound, which is just them. Um, I've never listened to, uh, I think you said Sky Eats Airplane. Oh, buddy. I've never listened to the band. I have heard of them. I've never listened to them. Yeah. They just got but a good, uh, the, the keys are very nice. The one other band that I think did it the best, in my opinion, uh, in the 2011, 2012, up to 2015, was uh, Make Them Suffer. Make Them Suffer put out some of the best, uh, you know, just deathcore. Okay. And they had they had uh, Louisa Burton on keys, and she would just play the entire time. And it was beautifully heavy and just one of the best bands to have keys, in my opinion. Okay, I like that. I I like you're saying the the fact that she's playing through the entirety of the album or the song, because that's what made it special for me with Devil Wears Prada, is they made it significant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there was very particular parts that was only the keyboard, and that was one of the first times that I ever heard that. You know what I'm saying? Where they just dropped out and it's just. And then they come back in, the guitarists come back, and, oh, and, it's, and, it, and then it ends <laughs> yeah, exactly. up being heavy as shit. I'm, I'm speaking specifically about uh, Dogs Dogs Have Beards All Over. That track specifically yep. has a keyboard part in it that would make you a fan of this type of music. <laughs> All right, here we go. Some more synth. I know it's about to, dr- it's about to get crazy, so get ready. I just also want to mention, I said fire, I said explosion, and they're playing in front of fire. Okay, next question I have for you. I know we're going to kind of go long this episode. We might split it up into a couple. Uh, But here's what I want to ask, dude. Do you prefer, what do you prefer more? Uh, Giant fat drummer (laughs) or a super skinny drummer? I always think it's uh, really awesome to see a dude who looks. I like know me what you're gonna say. Yeah, I know. Big what fat <laughs> fuck on the drums. It's the best. It's the best, and you're like, for sure, that guy gets hot as fuck while he plays, but he's never taking his shirt off. <laughs> he's never. He's, <laughs> he, he's only ever played drums with his shirt off by himself. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no fucking way, dude. The amount of movement. Oh, for sure. And you're exactly right, though. The athleticism that comes with what he's doing is so goddamn impressive. You're like, this dude's pushing 350 and he's just mashing it down back there and his beard still looks good you know what i mean you're like that's impressive <laughs> but it, it is also weird to me every time i see the drummer he's usually the most normal fucking guy out of the whole band it's like how does that happen he's like oh, i just because i like percussion it's like what okay dave <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> Okay, already not a fan of that. Not a fan of that. I don't dislike it, but it is just like an evil voice. 
you know, it's not to me. That's not like you singing a song. That's just the intro. Hey, I'm gonna be creepy. Here's this weird layered. Uh, <laughs> like, if he start if you play, if you played it back backwards, it would sound like it's in a horror movie. You see what I'm saying? But I want to oh, yeah. say this too. I'm noticing a lot of these guys uh, that are the lead vocalists for these bands. They have super long hair. You know, going back to like. Uh, the 1980s 85 86 you know these guys that had long hair that were the lead singer and they're just regular looking dudes aside from that or they're a scary looking monster like will ramos is in no way like really threatening as as you look at him but then when he <laughs> does his thing you're like oh fuck that that dude might be able to crawl on the ceiling <laughs> you know what i mean you're like that he yeah might, he yeah. might have something he's, wrong dude, with he's him. insane <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but otherwise uh, you know the tattoos and all that works but he's still a, f- a frailer guy my point is is when you do this voice and you and you look like you might fucking take your kid to soccer on fucking saturdays i, I just i'm you know what i mean it's <laughs> it, it you're not freaking anybody out so so i'm saying when I film a video like that, even though I do vocals myself, I wouldn't even be – I'd be like, well, I don't look scary enough doing this voice. Just make a ghost guy do something. You know what I mean? Don't put my face <laughs> – you know what I mean? Make it creepier because it doesn't work. I'm just a guy. What do you think, man? Let me hear your take. So the vocalist of this band is also the vocalist of a band called Hollow Prophet, I believe. Um, they're why? also, you know, super, super heavy. But why? Um, I found out about these guys. Uh, why don't I uh, have a job then, damn it? If this fucking guy's <laughs> in two bands. Like, I can do at least the, the worst version of this guy's best. You know what I mean? And give me some money. I'll do it for it. God damn it. It doesn't so, make, yeah, I hate that. Um, I found out about these guys because the, their guitarist is named Chris Wiseman, and uh, he's in one of my favorite bands called Currents. What's and what is there not enough musicians? What's yeah, that? so they're all popular, and it's awesome. They're all from Connecticut. Um, I have not really listened to too much of Shadow of Intent. I know that it was a like a Halo band at first when they first came out that video game Halo. Okay, they uh they named it after some. Uh, shit in Halo. I can't remember what the fuck it came oh, from. Man, what? <laughs> no wonder I got three <laughs> views. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta you gotta get nerdy. But uh, no shit. I, I really I really like the synth and the keys in the back. I hope that kind of sticks around. And let's hope that this guy's vocals get a little bit better. Huh? Yeah, I'm waiting for something to happen. When it does, I feel like the music's there, and sometimes the the vocals aren't. And it's not the whole song. There's good parts of every song, I feel. It's still art, man. That's the that's the basis.
card, so it seems like that's kind of his thing. Like, that's just all he has. Which is yeah, fine, I fe- but... I feel like it's very processed is the problem with it. I feel like it, this couldn't be done without some sort of layering and uh, extreme amount of processing done in studio. The rest of the instrumental's great, but yeah. I'm just not a big fan of his vocals. No. What are we supposed to do about this? These guys exist, man. I'm not saying we have to take them down, but all I'm saying is when you have, you're surrounded by all this talent, you have such a fucking great band, why is nobody saying, hey, man, what if you did this right here? You know what I'm saying? I hate that there's, it feels like a lack of communication when you're like, this is a great song, there is something here, but you're you're not telling him, do this, do that. Hey, we should do this. It's just play this, play that, everyone keep your head down. Nah, fuck that. Take him down. Send McFuckface in to take care of him. <laughs> yeah, we switched the whole... Never mind, I'm just kidding. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I'll share this with you a little bit, just since you've never heard of him. Uh, here we go. Okay, so that's Sky Eats Airplanes. Wow, that reminds me of high school. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, that's when it was. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, what when it a, was. What a throwback. Oh, man. I'm going to have to check uh, check them out a little more. I'll let you know what I yeah, think. Yeah, it was back in the era of, like, Drop Dead Gorgeous and, you know, The Chariot and those fucking Norma Jean. Those guys were going crazy. And that's the stuff that it's, that's kind of missing now. It's like, of course, yeah, we want you to be monstrous. We want you to kind of have a presence of... Uh, in intimidating band i guess but when you have to go out of your way and be like motionless and white and dress up like a bunch of juggalos we're good <laughs> you know we're good because when you do that and you still also sing you know like britney spears i'm out yeah i don't want to hear from you i'm out i can't do it i'm not saying you're not you don't belong i'm simply saying i don't need you <laughs> you know i don't need you <laughs> There's enough bands out there and enough weird shit out there to be like, oh, I can just push this aside and move forward, you know, and that's also a reason, you know, and I want to say this to you just personally. It's like that's why I do the covers that I do. It's like it's a cover where there are times where I'm trying to do what they did. But there are times where I'm like, this is already I've never heard this before. And this is my take. You know what I'm saying? Like I have the words. And I have the uh, music. But I don't know how it goes. I don't know how they sound. Yeah. So I'm just like, no, yeah. And I mean, uh, this could be a low. But every artist will have a different take right. on a, on a right. medium, no matter no matter what it is. Right. And you know, like you said, if it's the first time or the 100th time listening, yeah, you have your own way that something should be done. And I think if you want to share that with the world, I think you are 100, you know, in your right to do so. Oh yeah. But instinctually, just because it's how I've always been, is I'm trying to do what they did if I know the song. You know what I mean? Like, if I know that it's supposed to be a high, I'm going to try and get the high. 
If I know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's a, it, but if I have never heard it before and there's just a drop, a crazy drop, I'm going to feel that drop. So whatever comes out just fucking comes out. And that's what I like about it. And that's why I did a lot of that stuff, uh, you know, recently that I had showed you. I had showed you the one with the crazy video uh, opposites. And that is kind of the new thing that I'm on, which I really love. Uh, I did, like I told you, eight songs, dude. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, you are a monster. I don't know how you do eight full covers. Like no, that. no, those or are just freestyles. Eight, eight, full, eight full freestyles. Yeah. Excuse uh, me, eight full freestyles. You know, you just pump them out and they don't sound awful. Like, no, that's the thing. <laughs> and it has taken a long time to get there because there is nothing harder than recording your own vocals. Recording yourself talking is one thing, but to record yourself yelling into the microphone. I thought I broke my mic the other day. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I went to I went to plug it in to just talk into it. And I'm like this. It sounded like this. Like it is like when I was this far away, like what the f- what is happening? Because I have a feeling my mixer is going to end up going here soon anyways. So I end up having – I even talked about it on the, on the briefcase. I was like, yeah, this is weird. Uh, it turns out it was just my headphones. But uh, uh, I don't know. Let's see if you've heard this one. Yes, and I feel badass. It's just um, badass, you know? You know what the funny thing is, is about you saying that they don't sound like shit is I have a very specific low that I do that is like specifically for mainstream. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Like Oh, the- yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it comes across, too, as uh, unique because it's still super intelligible when you do it because a lot of times that's what I mean. Yeah, that's get the one. lost in lows. Yep. <laughs> that's the one where I'm like, oh, I can if I really want you to hear the word. But I, I, I like the ending. Yes. To give you a reference point, I'm somewhere between a snake and a mongoose and a panther. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, the reason I'm bringing it up on this podcast is because I did eight songs. Yes, uh, maybe four or five of them are full tracks. But what I did was I brought back that old thing that I used to love. And what I used to love was a band that I, I can't even think of one that did it a lot. Maybe the Chariot. But there was a band that used to put in snippets for movies, their entire songs. Like, they'd have um, vocals and all that shit, but they would also have snippets from... I, I miss that. Like, even A Day to Remember had the one song that started out with the Boondock Saints. Okay? Life Ruiner was extremely notorious for that in their uh, 2007 and 2008 records. I think I do believe that. I do remember this as well. There was a few of them that did it, and they did it very well. A lot of bands tried to do it, but I wanted to bring it back. And what I wanted to bring back was just that, hey, man, it's going to be weird as shit for a second, and then it's just going to go off. Those Dr. Acula vibe. There you go. Dr. Acula as well. uh, Some of these bands (laughs) still do it. I mean, Elijah, I don't know if you ever listened to them. Uh, They had some really good ones. Uh, The band that that, uh, opens the briefcase sometimes where he's like – you know, I don't care if you did do damage to whatever. Well, you know what I'm talking about? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, says. yeah. Yeah. And then it just comes in super fucking heavy. And I wanted to bring that back. And I didn't even think about doing that until I had already done the entire eight songs. So I went back and I was like, ooh, what should go here? What do I want to do? 
because I have several of them that are are specific to people I would say closer to our age, where it's like, oh, this guy's gonna understand who this is, or where, oh my, or where it came from, such as that. You know, you got the the Chris Farley, but my favorite one, and I haven't uh, posted it yet, is uh, Nick Swartzen. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah. Do you look at yourself? I totally want to come here, skin over to my okay so that's from blades of glory it's not that great of a transition i love it i i miss nick swords and i don't know whatever happened to <laughs> yeah. him i hope he's doing well well he Where, almost whatever, died dude whatever drugs he's doing oh really Holy yeah shit. well because he was a massive drinker that was his whole thing he was a party guy yeah and, he was a party guy yep he drank himself ridiculously heavy and almost died one night and now he's 50 years old getting himself back into shape and trying to stay alive so Holy yeah things definitely shit. went south for him like i i even remember having that that dude's uh comedy albums back in the day yeah me too very funny the dude, he was one of my uh my favorite uh, yeah comedians dude back the, in the uh, day. you remember the old person bit where he's talking about uh how different they're gonna be he's like grandpa can we go to the zoo and he's like what <laughs> are you gay that. yeah and then he's like mom grandpa called me gay don't tell on me bitch <laughs> don't tell on me bitch <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so funny he's like and the, and the closing bit was the <laughs> And it's just four old dudes in a car, like, "What's up, motherfucker?" <laughs> you know, what I'm <laughs> he's like, "That's who we're gonna be." You know, that's our generation, and well, he's certainly right. Hip hop, but th- I I put that part in there because I was like, "Hey, wh- I also have a Jim Carrey one, and it's the part from Liar Liar where he says it was me." And the song starts out where I just echo it, and it's, "It was me, me, <laughs> me," and then, and it's just such a heavy uh, album. I would say, like, I call it the I call it River's Edge, but the album itself just overall has a heavy vibe because all I did is I just found instrumentals on uh, YouTube and did uh, two or three minutes to it or whatever. Making shit up, man. Having a good time. And, uh, That's the best the way to do it, man. Oil. Yeah. I don't give a shit anymore. What do I care? Like, what? oh, I don't get paid for this fucking stupid song I don't give a shit about and I'll never remember the lyrics to? <laughs> Goodbye. Well, I don't give a fuck. You know how many times... <laughs> Down every- the drain, motherfucker. Exactly. It's like... Every reaction video that we I've done uh, and posted at any point has gotten a copyright claim. Who gives a shit? I don't care. What do you think? I, I'm, I, you think I'm getting enough views for you to get paid anyways? Get the fuck out of here. You're getting zero money from me, and I'm not losing anything. In fact, I'm just getting yeah, views. Exactly. You know, I'll still get the views. I just won't get the dollars. Those dollars will come eventually if somebody's like, oh, I'll pay this guy, whatever the fuck. But, uh, fine. yeah, we'll, we'll have a better episode set up next week hopefully because i'll be more prepared because i was sort of on my way out just falling asleep type shit i gotta (laughs) goodbye but uh that's also because i've done three episodes in the last few days it's only because i have a new setup you know I'm, i'm in a comfy setup where i feel like i can record kind of easily and when that's the case i gotta fucking do it Unfortunately, I don't have much to talk about, but that fucking Eminem MGK thing really irked me. It's like this guy's fucking dumb. Like, what a dumb son yeah. of a bitch! What are you talking about? You think you're gonna go to fucking Mama Spaghetti in Detroit and fucking Eminem's back there with an apron on because he's irrelevant? The fuck out of here! <laughs> you're lucky if that like, son of a bitch is in Detroit. The thing is, is you don't open up restaurant. You don't open up restaurant chain when you're irrelevant. That no. means you have so much money. You're bored. That you're willing to just blow yeah. it on a restaurant. You're like, I don't know. We'll sell spaghetti. Has anyone done that before? They're like, no. Why? Probably won't work. Well, 
fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I got the money. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is to lose? It doesn't even make any sense. It's from a from a movie song. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just one of his hip hop songs. It's from a movie. Yeah. People are literally. I guarantee you, it's gonna be one of the biggest restaurants in Detroit and do so well. Because imagine, <sighs> dude, they're they're paying fucking three cents for pounds and pounds of spaghetti noodles. <laughs> you know what I mean? This stuff is not expensive. <laughs> yeah, spaghetti noodles and bulkers. Yeah. so cheap. And then ground beef for what you know, and then toast. <laughs> it's not expensive. I it would it was not even a bad job either. You do have a chance to see Eminem. At least you could hope. I don't know. I bet there's a lot of people that are dyeing their hair blonde before they put in their applications. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going to get me in, man. Here we go. Mom's spaghetti, knees weak. You know what I mean? Like, they're fucking spitting the bars before they go in. But, dude. They're, they're showing up to the, to the interview with, uh, with vomit on the sweater. No, no shit. They're like, this is, this is real vomit. I did this outside. Because <laughs> there's a whole line. Uh, I have I have two jokes for you. These are recent jokes I haven't posted yet, and I thought this was pretty funny. You tell me if you get it. I said, uh, I didn't go to college, but I did go to school for more than 12 years. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it simply just means that I failed. I got held back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took fourth grade sense. twice. Uh, here we go. I think all parks are theme parks. This park's theme is trees. This park's theme is dogs. And this <laughs> and this park's themes is uh, crackheads and ladies of the night. <laughs> that sounds like Reno. <laughs> uh, I love I love the dad jokes. The dad jokes to me are the funniest. You you said that one about uh, having a calendar, and uh, oh, yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. one was really funny. Not having a calendar, you have a a year book, and I thought that. <laughs> That was really, really gold. I love dad uh, jokes. How about uh, this? Is uh this is my favorite take on jokes is where I, I just I say something one way and I switch it, and uh, I have this one about my grandpa. I say, uh, I lost him. Hold on, let me find it. Oh, here's an opening, uh, or an icebreaker for anyone that's uh, single or trying to make friends in uh, 2021. Hey, have uh have you seen that documentary? No, which which one? Like that's it. That's the opening line. You could say that to anybody, and you're making friends. I don't, I don't write great jokes, but I do write jokes great, meaning they're legible. Yeah. All right, hold on. I'm trying to find. I, uh, all right, how about this? Uh, my grandpa didn't fight any war. My grandpa didn't fight in any war, but he was married to my grandma, and he said every day was a battle. <laughs> <laughs> I have, a, I have just this weird connection with telling jokes about my grandparents because they're both dead that's not even a joke like <laughs> like i just wrote that yeah, yeah they say uh they say the what is it the recipe oh sorry my cat's growing the recipe for comedy is tragedy times time or oh, tragedy yeah. plus, plus time yep, 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 yep. damn i'm trying to well, find the grandpa one though this is this is very funny because it is uh very much the dad joke but i wrote so many jokes recently the uh, granddad joke did i tell you this one you guys remember when the army or, or the marines came to your school to shoot some sophomore named Roger after he murdered the counselor and two students? No? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is good. Uh, sometimes when your friends or family say, you should do stand-up comedy, they're being an asshole. So now, I'm going to do some magic. 
Oh, here you go. Here's here's the great turns. These are my favorite. I said, uh, I love singing in the shower. Wait, wait. I mean, I love Simpson colored golden showers. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what? just like I just, <laughs> it's an accident. Like, oh, I did fucking read that wrong. Oh, um, my bad. <laughs> or just uh, jokes that don't have an end. Like, I had a friend get injured without ever getting on the trampoline. It's that, uh, it's that British style dry humor <laughs> yeah, that a dude. lot of people can't relate oh. to. Uh, I think I might have told you this one. I don't know. This is just one of my favorites. Uh, it's based on reality. Here's two in a row. Here I go. Uh, I once witnessed my grandma fall. And the funniest part was the size of the cliff. <laughs> the reason oh, no. The reason it's based on a true story is it was actually one of the more sadder moments in my life. It was like in front of it was like a PTA thing. Her and my mom were there and she fell down like just like this one step because for some reason the cafeteria went down levels, but there wasn't stairs. It was like each level was one step. Does that make sense? Oh, just, interesting. Yeah, it was very weird. And she didn't know that. And she took one step and she ate it. And she was a big lady. Um, how about this? My cousin. <laughs> it's always the big ladies. My cousin once drove his car into a 7-Eleven. And got gas. He just got gas. But of course, this is comedy. And he has done that many times. But only once did he actually drive into the side of the building. But thankfully, he had a full tank. It's hard to fall asleep while driving without any gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God damn it. I'm on, I, I swear to God, that grandpa one's here somewhere, but it's mashed in somewhere. Uh, here's an idea for a new TikTok challenge. Shut the fuck up. Um. <laughs> oh God! Please, these TikTok kids—they don't know when to stop. All right. Um, I went to the DMV in 2021, and it was absolutely empty, and it still took two hours. <laughs> uh, I've never seen someone sleep outside of a shrimp uh, restaurant. Oh wait, yes, I have. It's like he thinks they're gonna run out or be fresh, or be fresher. The shrimp. Uh, but then I realized he was just sleeping and had no intention or money to purchase the shrimps. <laughs> How about this one? You'll like this because you have a cat nearby. Uh, have you ever gotten into a verbal <laughs> fight with an animal? It's like, I don't know what you're saying, but also I do, you know? Either way, that goddamn crow didn't keep his word. Still here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that thrift store raven said he was going to kill me. Still here, bitch. It's just a funny joke. Like, <laughs> I've gotten a fight with a crow. <laughs> just talking shit. It's funny because sometimes you think that these animals have more of a personality than half the women you've met in your oh, life. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. like, yeah, come Some on, family man. Family members, too. Uh, <laughs> here's here's this is a I've said this on Don't Leave It to the Judges, though. Uh, the most recent episode I said, I think the only thing that could improve MMA or the UFC is they have to take these fights outside of the cage. They got to get them using chairs and tables for real. Men have to die. I want a guy chasing a guy down the street for three rounds as he screams, stop hitting me. <laughs> I want there to be four ambulances at the, at the yeah. octagon. I want a guy to have to hide for three rounds. All right. Um, <laughs> it's uh, this is a, this is a good turn. Every day I wake up and see more and more homeless people. I thought those assholes would never find my spot. 
<laughs> that's, that's a really good one. How about oh the, man! All right, you'll like this. I said, uh, I always wanted to ride a motorcycle, but then one of my friends died. It had nothing to do with motorcycles, but I was just kind of over it. R.I.P. Kyle. <laughs> have you um, have you ever done stand up? Have you ever taken any of your jokes to yeah. a stage? Yeah, man. I'm surprised you haven't found that out. Yeah. No, Twice. I uh, I don't. I don't really. Uh... Good, good. It's good, <laughs> good. That just you have a lot to learn about me. Then you're you're more of a fresher canvas than some of the other people I've worked with. Where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, he said you're a fat retard. And you're like, oh, well, he must be a fat retard. Which, of course, both those things are true, and I'm also pale. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've actually... Hey, I, join, join the club, brother. I've, I've, uh, I've done stand-up comedy twice, and the first time... Ne- I've never done stand-up comedy with comedians. Okay. Every time I've done it, it's with some, like, acoustic guitar guy. Uh, my first time, I'll tell you, I did uh, 13 Minutes. And I followed the headline. He went up first. I went up second. And I was the only comedian. I was followed by a gospel singer. And oh, man. My close crowd. Oh, do you know the podcast Kill Tony? Uh, no, I've never heard of that. Oh, well, it's Tony Hinchcliffe, Brian Redband. They kind of span off of uh, Joe Rogan shit. Uh, you get to do a minute, a minute worth of stand-up. And during the beginning of the pandemic they gave you the option to send in a tape. So I did that as well. And, uh, Tony get, Hinchcliffe. I'll have to check. I'll get, have to check him out. Guess what I got credit for brother. Brian Redband's first thing that he said about my video was that's a lot of jokes per minute. I had, <laughs> I had nine jokes for 60 seconds. That's all I care about. That's the uh, way sure. I do comedy. I'm not trying to <laughs> like, if you listen to my podcast, you listen because you're smart enough to keep up. If you're if you think it's stupid, you don't get it. You're not smart enough to keep up. Go somewhere else. Just like Fifty Cent said, I shouldn't have to slow down for you for you to have to keep up. Listen a little faster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the way that my mind <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't have time to sit here and explain the joke to you. I'm on to the next thing. But just doing it to the fact of the 13 minutes, I had to come up with so much material. But I had like three months to prepare. And I had jokes from when I was 21 where I had just wrote a bunch of shit. And I went through it all. I found some things that I liked. I I tried to put together a set. And then the second time I did it at a brewery. So there was drunk people there. And I followed a piano cover artist who was playing like Nirvana on keyboards. Oh, awful. (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. And a ukulele girl who sang beautifully for like 40 seconds. And then I went up there and did uh, four minutes worth of comedy, and it was some of my best. Uh, I got stopped after I got off stage by the owner of the the brewery and a bunch of the patrons. They were like, fucking good job, dude. Come back, blah, 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 all this shit. Wow. Like, That's I amazing. Yeah, I don't drink at all, so fucking being around drunk people is a pain in my ass. Uh, but Oh, trust me, I felt that. Just being, like, my goal is to go up there and be funny before I say anything. You know, uh, when I went and did that, did it at the theater, there was three microphones <laughs> on the stage. So, <laughs> so I like talked into the, all three of them at first, like an asshole. But what fucked me up that set, uh, my very first one, was uh, I ended up having a closing joke that was about porn. 
And I I asked if I could do it, and they were like, yeah, that's fine. And right before I went up, uh, a wife, a husband, and two young kids came in. Oh, And they sat right in the front row. And what people don't know is when you're on stage, in most cases, specifically at a theater, you can't see the audience. There is no crowd work, okay? But you can see, like, the first front row, two rows maybe. And I could see that whole family. <laughs> so that's oh, all I thought about. I was like, man, this porn joke's going to suck. And I also had this joke about uh, Louis C.K. forcing women to look at his dick because he has a fire crotch. <laughs> and I know what that's like. <laughs> I was like, I, I feel his pain, you know, trying to get a woman to look at your dick with red pubes. It's impossible. So I f- Ginger boys. Exactly. And the MC, when he came back up, he re-mentioned that joke. I'm like, you fucking goddamn it. Right. Oh, triple <clears throat> hitter right. on the. Here, here's on my kids. favorite joke that I did on Kill Tony. I, it's a miscarriage joke, and it's my best one. I go, uh, <laughs> I was at a family reunion recently, and my aunt had walked past me, and she had passed gas. And I just said out loud, you know, being a comedian, I said, It smells like something died inside of you. And little did I know. She had a miscarriage, okay? Oh, no. So she's off in the corner crying for 20 minutes or so, and that's when I realize I shouldn't feel bad for her. I should feel bad for my cousin that just found out they'll never have a brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, dude, it's fucking dark. All right, anyways, uh, I have some good Chinese jokes, too. I'll get to in a later time. Um, here's the grandpa joke that I found. Uh, I said, uh, I fucking hate my grandpa Brian. <laughs> oh, wait. I meant to say I fucking killed my grandpa Brian. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's just good fun, man. I've been writing a lot though, so maybe we'll open some of the episodes with some jokes and shit and do it that way. Well, but ho- hopefully, uh, the COVID stuff ends soon. Not to not to get weird with COVID, but hopefully, all that stuff ends soon, so you can take some of these to the to the stage maybe hit hit that brewery back up and yeah dude it's gonna be like my get, main get, spot. get some good shit going oh for sure but all right buddy this has been the other podcast episode one i'm patrick that's cameron uh you know we did it dude we did it we got an hour it's we awesome. made it hell yeah wow <laughs> C- come back guys subscribe all right man i'm out of here you take it easy live it you up take it easy brother be safe bye, bye.